Hi, it's Candy O, your speaker coach. I promised you part two of Present Like a Pro, and here it is. Being a memorable, compelling presenter is one of the keys to your success story, no matter what field you are in. Being asked to present is a very big deal because you're being seen as someone whose ideas have value. My role as your speaker coach is to arm you with all the skills you need to succeed when you present. In part one, I gave you my first five tips. So let's review them briefly because they form the foundation for today's lesson. Tip number one, know your audience. Ask yourself the question, who am I talking to and why should they care? Because the answer to this question will always guide the content you choose. It will also guide your tone and your message. Tip number two, everything is a story. The best presenters are masterful storytellers. So build your deck around a story people can relate to. When planning your presentation, ask yourself how you want your audience to feel at the end of your presentation. That's your message. That's your destination. It's the big payoff. Figure that out first and then create a compelling open to grab their attention. The middle of your presentation is where the facts are. That's where the supporting information is. Think of it like a sandwich. You've got the beginning, you've got the meat in the middle, you know, the bread on the top, the bread on the bottom, and the meat in the middle. Tip number three, preparation. When you are prepared, you are confident. So do yourself a favor and invest the time to research your topic from top to bottom. Tip number four, shorter is better and don't go long. Always leave your audience filled with interesting content and longing for more. Never go over your time limit. Tip number five, rehearse and then rehearse some more. Practice really does make perfect. And this is true about presentations. The best way to rehearse a presentation is to divide it into three or four parts and to practice each part separately. When we do this, we create muscle memory. Okay, so there's your quick review of what we learned in part one. If you need more detail, just download that episode number 22 and grab your free tip sheet off of my website. It's time to put a little polish and shine on your presentation skills. Tip number six, identify tech support in advance, arrive early, and request a sound check, especially if you are at a large venue. Connect in advance with the IT person on staff who can help you set up before the audience arrives. And make sure your computer is charged or plugged in and that you have the correct adapters so that your slides can be projected onto that big screen and that you get a feel for the room. And if you are presenting at a large venue, and by that I mean more than 500 people, like a big ballroom, ask your connection at the venue for what is called a sound check. A sound check is where you get to try out the microphone and you get to run through a slide or two. You get to get the feel if there's a podium. Where are you going to put your water? Where are you going to put your stuff? If you are going to be seen on camera from the stage, do not wear anything that has a pattern on it. This will affect the pixels in the camera. Having a sound check is a tremendous opportunity to get a feel for the room. 
And of course, when you do that, you will build your overall confidence. Tip number seven, first impressions in person. First impressions begin the minute you walk into the room. It is at that very second that you are beginning to be judged. And remember, it only takes five seconds to make a first impression. So be keenly aware of your body language. And by that, I mean the silent messages you are sending out into the world. Stand up straight. Maintain really good eye contact. Greet people with a smile. And please, dress for the occasion. Comb your hair. Keep it out of your face and your eyes. Wear clothes that fit you well and are not wrinkled. Polish your shoes. That's right. People really do look at your shoes. And ladies, wear more makeup than you normally would wear. A recent study shows that more makeup equals better credibility. I'm serious. Here's the bottom line. The more put together you are, whether you are female or male, the better your chances of being judged, competent and capable. Tip number eight, first impressions virtually. If you are presenting virtually, be ready the second that camera on your laptop goes live to the room. The same rules apply for clothing. Dress like this presentation matters to you. Don't be observed on camera looking distracted or not prepared in any way. Because when people see you looking not prepared, credibility goes down. This presentation is not a surprise to you, right? All of your equipment and every part of your presentation should be ready to roll in advance. Whenever I present virtually, I always have someone on hand right here at home with me to help me just in case something goes wrong. And this gives me that extra layer of confidence. Tip number nine, be conversational, be real, and bring your energy. Whether you are presenting live or virtually, whether you are speaking to 12 people or 1,200 people, the secret to connecting with an audience is imagining that you are just talking to one person at a time. I spent 25 years on the air on a gigantic major market radio station, and even though 60,000 people were listening every quarter hour, sometimes even more, two million a week, and there I was all alone in a room by myself, I imagined that I was just talking to one person. And this allowed me to be conversational to be authentic, and to create a connection with a listener. If you are in a conference room, look around that room and connect to your audience. Make each person think you are just talking to them. Mastering this skill will make you incredibly memorable. Trust me. And bring your energy. You are the one who is setting the pace and the tone for this presentation. And if it is powerful energy that you are transmitting, well, the audience will feel it and they will respond to you. On the other hand, if you don't bring your energy, you will not change or inspire hearts and minds. It is as simple as that. Tip number 10, how to handle Q&A. If you're in a smaller sized room, Q&A is just a matter of asking for questions and then answering them as succinctly as you can. Remember, I said succinctly. 
don't go on for too long with your answer. If you are in a large room, you need to have what we call a runner. And this is the person whose job is to locate the person with the question and then bring them a microphone so that they can be heard asking the question so everyone else in the room can hear it. During a live Q&A, it is very effective if you walk and talk as you answer questions. Remember, your body language is sending out a message. So bring your energy to the stage. Q&A virtually is usually about people entering their questions into the chat. Take advantage of the fact that you can see the questions in advance and pick the ones you are most confident in answering, right? If there are no questions during your Q&A segment, don't stand there hoping someone will raise their hand because it sucks the energy out of the room, virtually and in person. Move along quickly. Thank everyone for joining you. And if you are comfortable, say something like, here's my email address. And if you find that you have a question later on, just let me know. This kind of a statement lets everyone know you are engaged and you are passionate about your subject matter. For a tip sheet on this episode, just go to candioterry.com backslash the speaker coach. And I've got a cool bonus tip on that tip sheet. So be sure to download it. Follow me on Facebook at Candy O'Terry Official and on all other platforms at Candy O'Terry. And if you liked this episode, I hope you will subscribe to The Speaker Coach and leave a review. Maybe even tell a friend or a coworker to do the same. Until next time, this is Candy O, your speaker coach. No matter how you sound, I can make you sound better. <laughs>